Hey, everybody, welcome back to Linux for Everyone and welcome home. This is, uh, we're going to call it episode 44 of the show, but really it's just an interview that is going live today at 9 a.m. Eastern. It's an interview that's under embargo for a product that's under embargo. Um, but you know, after after episode 43 and the most recent Linux Plus Coffee, I know that there has been a dose of negativity and a lack of, of positive fun <laughs> in the show. And I know that that's something um, that, that you guys appreciate about this particular podcast. And I'm going to do my best to refocus and bring that back to you in full force. There is, there's so much happening behind the scenes right now, and I want to share all of that with you, but I don't want to detract from this interview. I want to keep this episode strictly about the Pro One X smartphone. This is a gorgeous new Linux phone that ships with your choice of Ubuntu Touch, Lineage OS, or Android. So if you're the kind of person who loved the old Nokia N900 and you miss the glory days of physical keyboards on your phone, uh, you might be able to get yourself an early Christmas present or, or at least something to look forward to in early 2021. The company that I interviewed last week, they are called FX Tech. They're based in the UK. And they have joined forces with the uh, community known as XDA, XDA developers, who I'm sure many of you have heard of. Uh, and they've crafted a gorgeous privacy-focused smartphone that not only looks awesome, but it also marks uh, the first time that a consumer smartphone has shipped with Lineage OS out of the box. And what I'm especially excited about is the fact that this is a high-spec Linux and Android smartphone. You know, it's got a Snapdragon 835, it's got a curved AMOLED screen, it's got up to eight gigabytes of RAM, 256 gigs of internal storage. It's it, it really looks amazing, you guys. And I'm I'm super excited for you to hear this interview. So we're just going to jump into it. And I'll save all the housekeeping and all the updates and all the new stuff for uh, episode 45 of Linux for Everyone. You guys take care. Take care of each other. And without any more delay, here's my interview with FX Tech about the Pro One X smartphone. Enjoy it. Introducing the Pro One X, a smartphone designed to put you back in control. Brought to you by FX Tech and XDA. Well, why don't we start off with some introductions? Uh, can you guys tell me a little bit about the product that you're launching and uh, your company and who you are and what you do? That was a lot of questions. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No problem. Sorry. <laughs> Let me start off. Um, so I, I'm Adrian, one of the co-founders of FX Tech. Uh, and for those that don't know us, I'll give a quick brief intro as to who we are. So Chen and myself started FX Tech two years ago. We wanted to bring back the concept of a physical keyboard into a modern smartphone that gave uh, the ultimate device for us in terms of productivity and functionality. Mm -hmm. So we started this journey in 2018, and last year we launched our first device, which was the Pro One, which is this device here. So uh, we, we brought it to market. We nice. um, have received, um, you know, a ton of reviews, um, press, some awards, 
um, a massive loyal fan base um, and, you know, really pleased with, with what we've done. How, um, how massive? Can you talk about numbers? Are you comfortable doing that? Uh, I, I can tell you that we've shipped individually to over 50 countries. Um, most of our sales have been direct to consumer. So the, the original Pro One was uh, Android. Did it, was right. it any other, any other OS uh, compatible with the phone? Uh, compatibility, yes, um, but not shipped out of the box. Oh, okay. So it's no. shipped out of the box with Android. Um, you know, we're, we're super pleased, you know, with the device. It's our, our first product. Um, you know, we spent a long time um, refining the product to get it to how we wanted it to be in terms of, you know, the keyboard experience, bringing that back, making sure it integrates well into um, into the phone as a piece of hardware. Mm-hmm. Um you know, we wanted it to also be a device that you could put in your pocket like any regular Android phone. So you can see from the profile here, it's, you know, it's got the same profile as a regular Android device. Um, it's a bit like this one. It's, it's very much like that one. This is one of your competitors, though. Yeah, yes. It's, uh, it's a giant, giant keyboard on it, the Cosmo we- Communicator. Yes. Yeah, we are we are much smaller, by the way. If if we put them all uh, next to each other, we are probably forty or fifty percent smaller in total. Oh uh, wow! Okay, or weight or dimensions. Uh, it's by by physical dimension, we are we are roughly on par with any other you know smartphone. We are much smaller than Cosmo, and on weight, we are also um, probably fifty percent lighter. We are on par with iPhone. 11 Pro Max. So iPhone really? was 220 grams. We are 240, so like 15 grams above it, above the you know That's heaviest iPhone. Actually, so, um, much much thinner and lighter than I was expecting for a for <laughs> so, a form so factor we, like that. Um, and so we we launched and got the device to market at the end of last year, and um, you know uh, we've been kind of thinking or cooking kind of our, our plans for how we evolve and, you know, what else we do next. Um, and so actually I think I'll kind of segue to Chen and I'll kind of Chen introduce the concepts and thoughts behind the Pro One X. Right. Thank awesome. you, Adrian. So um, this is Liang Chen. Uh, just um, briefly uh, call me Chen. It's easier. And <clears throat> I'm the um, product guy in FX Tech. And um, so we started the journey with Adrian. I used to love keyboard phone in my pocket. I, I, I had a Nokia N900 for a couple of years until it's dying out. And um, I was actively seeking for a successor because at the time I used to work for the lab, like uh, a bit of R&D. So a, a, a physical keyboard device with Linux in my pocket is just so handy. So I don't have to carry a laptop with me all the time and I could do all the commands very easily. You know, people around me are asking like, how can I buy this device? Why are they not making them anymore? So um, since 10 years ago, you know, all those form factors started to disappear. And um, it was a bit disappointing because no one started to make this. And I I, I was talking to myself, maybe if no one makes it, maybe I should try myself. (laughs) So the first chance was at uh, 2017 when Motorola launched Moto Z and a modular concept. So they actually, they hosted a, a, a kind of global event called Transform the Smartphone Challenge. They encourage you to design the um, concept for Moto Mods, modular accessory to, um, and, 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 and actually I took part in amongst uh, 1000 other candidates. And oh. I was the only one uh, which came to an end, uh, like we passed all the tests of 
a kind of uh, marketing durability and feasibility <laughs> production. So past everything, and we I, I've made into the last stage, which was the announcement on CES of 2018. So so the company at the time was called Livermorium, and um, and and we actually launched that Moto keyboard mods on the stage on in, with Motorola. So actually Lenovo actually uh, they. They listed our company together with Qualcomm and Google, Microsoft as one of their partners. Uh, kind of at the time, we 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 were their only third-party partner manufacturing motor mods. But um, uh, they 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 had a kind of internal reform on the March of that year, just before the ma- the mass production. So the motor, the whole motor team was laid off. So wow. which means which means there's no point for us, you know, to pursue uh, for this journey. And, and, and I met Adrian at the time, and Adrian helped we reform our brand into FX technology, so called, and it stands for functionality. And we started the concept and the design of the Pro One by mid of 2018. We, we received lots of very, very um, positive feedback. Lots of people like myself, I, I was very surprised. They said it's the first smartphone he bought for 10 years since 10 years. What do you think is appealing about this to people who are so used to these, you know, this 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 smartphone cycle where, okay, here's one little iterative feature and no one's really breaking any new ground and it's just a it's just a war between uh, you know, uh thinness and specs and, and uh, what what's exactly. what's attractive to people about exactly. about your design? For me, for me, I think it's the control in the pocket for, 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 uh, for everything basically. Because I think the keyboard—it's just—it's—it's it's not just the keyboard. Um, you 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 look like so. So for example, um, I could I could constantly switch um, comfortably switch with the on-screen keyboard and physical keyboard. Like if I want to get rid of on-screen keyboard, I just turn it, and you know I got the whole the full display and in, without the on-screen keyboard, so which <clears throat> makes the usability much better. And in the meantime, I could easily, I, I could do display keyboard and you know, <sighs> I could typing on the two. That right there is is probably my number one pet peeve with, with my <laughs> phone, which is just like every other phone out there, is, uh, you know, you, you are on a page, you're shopping or whatever, and you go to enter a, a field, and the keyboard pops up and takes up about a third to a half of your screen. And you can't actually see on the page what you're typing anymore or where the exactly. enter, f- enter button is or anything. It's just, it's a horrible experience for something that we're paying $1,000 for that's supposed to replace our PCs, you know? Actually, so, so like, like that, you know, it's, it's, it's not some specs on paper, but, you know, it's something I could, I could try to find my location on the map while I'm texting to someone at the same time. So yeah, um, yeah. it's not it's not possible on other you know non keyboard smartphone, but that's such a big feature. I'm 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 using it all the time, and it's it's all also about the control, the feeling of in the under control. Because apparently I could easily do all the terminal jobs. I could run the script fairly one with one click. I could uh, easily editing some office documents with all the shortcuts mm-hmm. like control. Alt plus so um, like um, when we can, when we could travel um, in, in on airplane it's really small space and I don't want to get my laptop out but with this I could I could you know I could even lay down on the air, airplane and do the 
do the job. So is that uh, the one you're holding? Is that the new one? Is that the, the it's, Pro it's One X? The, it's the Pro One. That's a Pro One X. It's a different okay. Color. Okay. Oh, I love the back of it. So, so we 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 work into the community, and we found many people. They had a similar thoughts, and they have similar demand. And we actively working with the community developers. We we actually support them with all the background documents. And if they found a problem with the you know, with how to run in hardware, like the drivers or something. So we, we actually, we also share the source code to them as well. So by mm-hmm. doing this way, we have managed to uh, run quite a few operating systems on our hardware smoothly and in the in the way of you know, daily use. So we have selfish OS running uh, like, like, like native. And also we have lineage OS, which is now official. And uh, the... The, the latest version 7.1 is just around the corner. We have official for 16. And also we have Ubuntu Touch, which uh-huh. you know, the, the, um, the founder of UB Ports, uh, he said he, he has got the device and he said this, his dream come true because he can have a keyboard to work with the terminal of Ubuntu. And, you know, we have activated the um, HDMI output as well. You know, Ubuntu Touch, you can hook into a large a large monitor, right? And the uh, the the touch screen itself will turn into a mouse pad, and we have because we have keyboard natively. So in theory, you don't need any accessory. You could just connect it to your big screen, and you have the keyboard and you have the uh, mouse pad as well. So, um, wow, that's something very unique and special. And the the founder of UB Ports, he just said, you know, our specs. Um, it's it's still the best uh, amongst all the devices they use, and it's it's just you know their dream for the last ten years, like like I do as well. I would imagine that this is probably a developer's dream phone, you know. <laughs> um, and, and there are, I mean, when we talk about Linux phones, and granted, I know that this will uh, this will ship with uh, will it ship with Lineage OS? Yes, and and Ubuntu and, Touch, and so Ubuntu Touch OS. So people can choose, or will there be kind of a dual boot possibility there? We we are actually working on the dual boots. We have made oh, nice. progresses, but okay. um, I I was thinking if as as a as a starting point, if we promise um, it's a single OS, but it's very easy to flash. So it's kind of you boot into you know bootloader and fast boot, kind of one click flash process. But mm-hmm. um, dual boot is something we are working on at the moment. So um, that's nice. one of the reason our Pro One X we decided to double the amount of the storage. So, which means, you know, you have half, half and can, can put one OS on each of the partition. When we talk about, when I talk about Linux phones, you know, purpose-built Linux phones with, with my community, I would say that the majority of them are talking about Pine64, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And I, I love what Pine64 is doing. I think it's for the price I got one uh, as well. Nice. <laughs> nice. I mean, for the price, it's a fantastic phone, right? But it's not, it's it's still a, a, a tinkerer's phone. It's still not quite it is. Um, up to a, you know, yes, it's affordable, but it's also not, um, it's not a phone that I want to use for everyday use because it, it just it, doesn't quite have the power and the storage exactly. and the functionality. Exactly. exactly. This is something I want to, we want to improve as FX tech because, I want to have something not as not working as a secondary phone, and mm. something in my pocket. I'm I'm willing to use it as my primary phone. So I'm not. We're not. You know, 
uh, honestly, we're not using the cutting edge 120 hertz, you know, super bezel-free, ah, beautiful screen. That's okay. But, you know, our screen is more than capable. We still have a very nice, uh, vivid color AMOLED screen, which is, mm-hmm. you know, if you put each other as a Pine phone, it's miles better. And um, Pine phone, because they want to have the drivers, uh, you know, open source, so, so, so they use... Um, so, so they use a kind of very, very, very entry level um, chipset, which, uh, it's you know, it's it's good to be budget, but it's it's not capable, in my opinion, to run some of the modern components. Especially, you know, if you put on Ubuntu Touch, you have the container of Libertine, and then you know, if you run a library office or something, so mm-hmm. we we need a bit of certain power on it as well. So if the user experience is not good and it's not attractive to more, you know, the community as well, because apparently people think, oh, this is so bad. The screen is, you know, 10 years ago. This is outdated. And on that note, uh, when we're talking about community, you guys have partnered with XDA developers uh, on this on this particular phone. What is it about XDA that that drew you guys in? XDA, actually, from my memory, uh, they started on Windows Mobile back to, I don't know, 15 years ago now. I'm showing my age now. <laughs> but, you know, but um, it, it, it was, you know, when 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 I was a, a, a user myself, a power user myself, it, it was like a home to solve all the difficulties for everything, basically. If you want to, you know, active, something was hidden by the OEM. Or if you want to, you know, you know, change something, change the radio. But it it was something in my heart. It's you know, when when you want to change something, you look up on XDA. So nowadays they work with Lineage OS, and the way uh, Lineage works is they bring the long term support to the devices, um, which is no longer supported by OEM or or you know or by Qualcomm and Google. It gives a longer activity for your device if you, you can use the device. You know, much longer if you really, really love it. One good example was the Motorola Joy 4, which is, you know, released 10 years ago, and they still receive updates on the Lineage OS. Wow. Um, one, also one part to show how, how they love the keyboard as well. <laughs> on the other side, you know, it's it's also good on environmental because you, you, you've got less waste. I just wanted to interject uh, something. Something you said really, really struck a chord with me, and it, it, it kind of revolves around the well, let's call it planned obsolescence with with phones, right? Uh, and I feel like people would buy less phones and not be so hooked into that upgrade cycle if the operating system of the phone itself was not being upgraded in a way that it would actually slow down the older exactly. hardware, right? And exactly. so we feel like we feel that, um, you know, I've got a phone that's two years old now and I'm starting to feel it being sluggish and I'm starting to feel... The, the experience changing, you know, compared to when I bought it. And uh, so that's that's certainly an argument for lineage over like Google's Android, right? Other thing to add is that XDA is the place that people go to nowadays when they want to um, modify or, you know, change their smartphone OS. You know, those mm-hmm. that are looking for um, a different kind of smartphone experience. And so, you know, when we were having discussions with both the Lineage guys um, and also some of our contacts at XDA, you know, we, we both really wanted to bring this um, up a notch, you know, to really bring it out to to the wider market mm-hmm. and offer it as a device that's standalone off the shelf that you can buy without having to um, 
put someone in the situation where they may risk, you know, doing something to their phone that they are uncomfortable with um, by having to go through that whole process themselves of unlocking the bootloader and flashing OS. You know, we can do that for people um, and give them the experience of Lineage OS um, out the box. That's awesome because I, I think that a lot of people hate doing that stuff. Yeah. Like they don't like the tinkering. They love the end result, but they don't love the process of actually getting to that to that point B, you know? Yes, correct. Yes. And following uh, from what you said about, you know, reusability, um, the phone has been designed where it's possible to remove the back cover with some tools um, and mm-hmm. to change the battery. You know, we, we are... Uh, you, have a, you have a replaceable battery? batteries to our customers in the future. Sold. Um, Sold. It's- Sold. <laughs> I will... Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Sorry, Adrian. It's... Uh, it's, it's- it's not a user replaceable at at because I I designed the whole structure using just a you know being easy disassemble using just a screwdriver, so um, the screen module can be replaced in five minutes. It's just you know unscrew the five screen and peel it off and put a new one on it, and without any glues you know and as as nowadays smartphones. And um, after remove the screen five minutes and we can peel off the back cover and where you can change the. A battery very easily so there's no a heat gun needed it's just a screwdriver and probably less than 10 minutes work wow to or they could send it to you um can they do that can customers yeah, do yeah. that just send it to you yeah, guys yeah, and have yes. you do the yes. work no okay. the, the repairability was one of the main major con- concern when we designed the hardware structure as well and you know in the previous days like a lot of phones they had a problem on the usb ports like the usb broke but if that happens, you have to replace the whole main board, which including your uh, chipset and the memory stuff. So for, for something like that, I use a separate mini USB board, which connects with the main board as well. So if that happens, you just replace the mini USB ports, so which costs like $2. It's, it's also, I'm, I'm quite proud of it. It's also a showcase to see how lazy now nowadays the, the, the major OEMs are because they, they basically they just stick everything together. We have a lots of moving parts, but you know we we have almost no glues. So it's it's all screens to to hmm. uh, sorry screws to to mm-hmm. put things together. Can we get a closer look at the hinge? Sure. Huh. That's a that's a when it's closed and uh, when keyboard is opened. Wow. That's a nice, slick-looking device. What what lessons did you learn from the Pro One that made its way into the Pro One X? One of the reasons we do Pro One X was um, I received uh, some uh, quite a lot of feedbacks on the difficulty of um, replacing the operating system because mm. apparently you need to install the, all the Android drivers and ADB and also the fast boot and all the all those stuff sometimes causing troubles locking and unlocking bootloader because then you have to wipe out all the user data bits. So um, that's one of the reasons we want to um, use Pro One X. We want to offer those users uh, a, a, a out of the box experience and uh, get away the hassles of doing that. I think for me. Another thing that's quite fundamental is the keyboard um, and the different layout options. So mm-hmm. when we started, we had you know the, the QWERTY keyboard, standard QWERTY keyboard, and we added the um, QWERTS keyboard, the German variant, to our portfolio um, very soon after. Um, and we didn't plan to do any others. 
um, I think, you know, just, just down to a number of factors, but there was, um, you know, a huge demand. You know, we were having demands, requests for Scandinavian keyboards, um, Nordic keyboards, you know, um, hmm. Azerti, the French keyboard. Um, and so we've decided with the Pro One X that we're going to offer a few more flavors um, of keyboards nice. because, you know, um, we want to make sure that people that use this um, have a keyboard experience that they're comfortable and familiar with. Um, and, you know, it's it's just making sure that we can deliver, you know, the right layouts um, on the physical keyboard. So we're, we're adding a few more additions for the Pro One X. About out of the box, um, a USB-C to HDMI cable will give you the convergence experience. Yeah. So you've, you've probably seen in some of the photos that um, Heather and the team have shared with yes. you. Yes, yes. Yeah. Those, those are exciting. genuine photos of, you know, a Pro One X plugged into a monitor um, with a desktop experience. So let's say um, people are not interested in having a Linux phone, but they want an Android phone, right? What? How would you convince them to embrace something like lineage os over the google version of android that we're also used to you know you have the choice if you prefer the convenience from google you know you can put it on very easily but if you prefer the ecosystem of android but you want to have still keep a bit of privacy and freedom mm-hmm. and you know you know while you still have the access for all the apps i think that's a that's a very good way to go and it's has a very vanilla Android experience, which I, I I myself just love it. And customizable as well. You could change the color, you change the icon, you, you change, which is, you know, limited on other uh, OEM as well. And the good part is you could choose to have your super user or you can choose not to have it. You can choose to have the Google service running on the background or you can choose to use some open source, you know, alternative, which doesn't collect the data as much. So I, I, I personally think it's awesome. What's really awesome about it to me is that it enables me to actually feel like I own my phone exactly. instead of some megacorp owning my phone. <laughs> Apart from us and the Pine phone and perhaps um, everyone else, um, they lock the operating system when you purchase the hardware. I personally, I don't think that's the way it should be because if I purchase a laptop, I'm I'm free to... You know, I, I should be free to put Ubuntu or put whatever open SUSE something yeah, uh, or, or Windows, you know. You that know, is pretty crazy when you think about it. That it, I, I can't exactly. imagine buying like a Lenovo, a, a ThinkPad, and not being able to put Linux on it if I, because exactly. it was just, that's a, yeah. That's, 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 even if you try to unlock it, you lose a lot of functions uh, already. So like like Sony devices, for example, if you unlock the bootloader, you lost all the algorithms on the cameras. So which which is crazy on, on, on my on, in my point of view. But for us, we 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 bond, we, we have software as a choice and together with the hardware. So the user will be free to choose. You know, if you want to use stock Android with Google certified so you can use Android Pay, we have it here. But if you prefer hmm. to use Lineage, Selfish, Ubuntu Touch, and we have quite a few others as well, like Nemo Mobile, like uh, some of the mainland Linux operating system also running called Mobian, uh, a mobile Debian, and uh, a, a Nemo, and also some someone called PostMarket OS, which is a kind oh, of Oh, yeah. I'm just going to say there are other companies who launched a privacy-focused phone that couldn't actually make phone calls yet. So that's that's why I ask those questions. This is going to get people really excited, especially people who love to just 
throw a bunch of different mobile OSs on their phones. <laughs> yes. um, does the Pro One X have any kind of kill switches? Because that's kind of all the rage right now with uh, you know people being more and more privacy minded. Uh, what yeah, what features um, can we, we expect we, there? Maybe something in the future we could integrate because in able to make kill switch. We have to collaborate with the uh, chipset manufacturer because that's oh, okay. not something we can do by ourselves. The right. way which work on PinePhone is the, 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 the chip that they're using, the Owner A64, which doesn't have the communication module. Actually, they, they don't have a separate Wi-Fi module as well. So it's a very basic chipset. It's, it's pretty you know, straightforward. You can put a, put a killer switch on the when you add a module. So, for example, they have a Qualcomm a communication module on it. But on the other side, um, I have also a question of how, you know, how the killer switch really matters because apparently they had a killer killer switch with Qualcomm's communication module, but, you know, it's still a black box of that module itself. So, you know, even if you turn, turn on the, turn on, it's, it's, you know, it's a Qualcomm communication running separately. And, um, hmm. no. <laughs> so, so that's a, that's a wider topic we could uh, get into. So from a really high level, uh, can you guys run down the specs of the phone and the price and when it launches and, you know, when people can actually get their hands on it? The spec of the Pro One X, um, we've got a, uh, 5.99 inch AMOLED display, a Qualcomm 835 processor, um, the storage and RAM, um, there are two options. There's 6 and 128 or 8 and 256. Mm. Um, just going around the device, we have uh, a dual SIM slot, um, stroke external storage um, slot. They're both hybrid. Uh, fingerprint scanner, um, 3.5 mil headphone jack. Um, Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. A USB-C quick charge 3. Um, a Sony IMX363 um, dual sensor um, at the back for the camera. Um, I think it's 64 key, you know, 64 key keyboard. Um, the options are going to be uh, QWERTY, QWERTS, um, Scandi, and unshifted QWERTY. Oh. And um, and dual speaker, and. Uh, you don't need a pin to remove the SD card slot, so you can just pull it out. Um, so the very early bird price is four nine nine six four nine for the six one two eight seven one nine for the eight two five six, and then we have mm. some other limited editions there as well in terms of engraving or super early delivery before Christmas. So I could I could for example have Linux for everyone engraved on mine if I wanted to. Yes, you could. Right? We have JE, the next for everyone. Nice, nice, nice. That's cool. Uh, so the campaign is live on Indiegogo right now? The the point of the Indiegogo is really to, because it's, you know, a community-led um, platform, XDA is community as well. So this is really mm-hmm. a chance to, to go directly to the community and allow okay. people to kind of give their feedback and, you know, get it early as well. Um, hence the early bird prices and everything like that. So you know, people will back it, they'll receive it. Um, clearly awesome. The phone's okay. been, been built in the past as already, so it's not a team that have no experience building out hardware. <laughs> gotcha. That's cool. And uh, how many regions will you ship to? Like the Pro One, we will ship globally. 
um, you know, unless you're in somewhere that's very difficult for our careers to ship to, in which case we will tell you. It is available during the, the Indiegogo campaign. Um, and really the whole focus is to sell it during that campaign and not necessarily afterwards. The campaign's been run for six weeks. Six weeks. Okay. So kind of leading, leading up to Christmas, right before Christmas. Yes. Gotcha. What if it's really successful? And Then we will see. Okay. Um, but our, our initial plan at the moment is um, just during the campaign. You know, we have plans for bigger and better things as well. So, you know, we want to keep You know what? Going. Actually, I, I can respect that because I'm looking at uh, major video game console launches that are happening this year. And I'm looking at graphics card launches that are happening this year. And demand is so far outstripping supply that it's just a joke to even try to buy one and try to pre-order one. Um, I think I read that some, somewhere that NVIDIA is only fulfilling like 7% of orders for uh, the 3080 and 3090 graphics cards. Don't quote me on that, but it's something like that. So like, props to you guys for actually kind of having building in that artificial limitation to where you know, you're not going to have thousands of people disappointed because they paid for it and couldn't get it. Well, best of luck. Um, I'm looking forward to using it because I've been wanting a phone that kind of has all the features you're describing. <laughs> so, yeah. Anything else you guys want to want to say before we go? There's one last point on my side. Uh, I want to give a, a bit more insights on the choice of chipset. It's 835. So mm-hmm. uh, we will ask because that's on paper looks like uh, two generations old. But um, so performance-wise, it's a it's a more than capable performance. You probably know as well. Even you know, I don't want to go benchmark because I think it means nothing. But even on benchmark, it's just by the, the power itself, it's on par with the seven series nowadays, like seven six five G something. So it's very get like ninety five percent of seven six five G, and it's a 10, 10 nanometer chipset. So it's a still power very power efficient. And one of the reasons we, we use that is for Linux support as well, because uh, the, the 835 has been around for two, three years. So there's mm-hmm. a pretty mature drivers around and also the mainland kernel as well. So, you know, if, if, we, if we put something really fancy and special, you know, you can't use Linux on it because it's too right. new. Everything was locked to Android. You know, Android's kernel and it's different from Linux. So mm-hmm. um, they can't be compatible with each other. And, the, the development cycle is roughly, you know, two years and at least. So, um, which is on the 835, I think we found the, the balance as well. You know, we got a very, very mature Linux support. Well, you 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 still got enough power. It's still on par with all the high-end uh, chips and nowadays probably wouldn't notice any difference if unless you run into super heavy duty game. <laughs> yeah, I'm not an expert in the in the smartphone arena, but I don't think you need to be that defensive, honestly. No. Because I, I think that when you look at your competitors, when we're looking at purpose-built Linux or Lineage OS phones, um, I think that your spec sheet is pretty high compared to the competition, which is also more expensive in some cases. So I think I think it's looking like it's in pretty good shape to me. Thank you, Jason. <laughs> yeah. We just want another great phone, one that you can use every day. Yeah. Awesome. Well, good luck. Best of luck with it. I I'm, I really appreciate what you guys are trying to do, and uh, I'll get the word out. Great. Thank you very much. Thanks for your yeah. time. You bet. Thank hey, you anytime. Time, anytime.